The following podcast contains strong language, adult themes, and scenes that depict violence and is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Elephant Scout presents Tucson Heat. Episode 3. I'll Take the Rookie. Hey, Shepard. Catch the game last night. Zero eleven Diamondbacks. Caught it while I was reading the notes on the press room bomber case. Near perfect game for your boy, Randy Johnson. Yeah, he's the only big unit giving me any joy in 2001. Anyone ever tell you you got the mouth of a sailor? Just your mother, Ramos. <laughs> you keep that sharp wit about you, and you'll be good to go on your own here soon. No doubt about that. You, uh, thinking of retirement already? Nah. There's always the next step. Gotta keep moving forward. You don't want to impart your wisdom on any other young detectives? You've been under my tutelage for a while now, and I feel like I've done a pretty impressive job teaching you to be impressive. I'm not complaining. You're the only detective in the squad who agreed to take on the girl. I just want you to feel prepared and ready for whatever this job is going to throw at you. And all I feel is super prepared to enter a speed reading contest. How's that? Because you make me read every single file and every little note in that file. Then there are files to cross-reference whatever notes or files. I have stacks and stacks of paper all over my kitchen table. I have to use chairs in the doorway to block Alex from crashing in and destroying everything. Five-year-olds are fun. You need to have another one to, um, keep him busy. You have another, TJ. My boobs still haven't recovered from the breastfeeding. Wish I could help you out there, but I don't have the right parts to accommodate for that. I don't make the right kind of formula. How titillating. So, Detective Shepard, what'd you learn from all your homework? Nuh-uh. You can't be cheating off me. Do your own work. Come on, give me the cliff notes. What do you got there, Harriet? Work. You know the thing you're supposed to be doing? Oliver and me just arrested that serial flasher last week. The streets of Tucson are now safe from trench coat Terry and his treacherous tool, thanks to you, Maxwell. <laughs> you two got that bomber case, right? Sure do. I'd like one last high-profile case before going out. Oh, you may get your chance yet with this serial bomber. Where are you heading? Oliveira here is leaving me for the greener pastures of the golf course. No, no, just retirement. My first wife finally died, so I no longer have to split my pension with her. And I just want to enjoy my grandchildren while I still have knees. That's great. They'll love hearing your stories about how you captured Geronimo and Dillinger. Ha! Those were the days. It's been a ride for sure. So where are you at with the case? Shepard was about to school us on the facts of the case thus far. There's been three bombs, rudimentary in design. What do you mean rudimentary? They're not complicated. The crime scene unit said there was a chemical element to each one, but that they were meant to cause maximum damage. But they didn't seem to cause much damage when we surveyed the crime scenes. That's because two of them went off prematurely. Not something any man wants to happen. Aw, oh, Maxwell, no matter what your wife says, it is that big of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
And round three? One injury, but all three caused a mess. That's right. Where were they sent again? Destination of all three were the news stations. This guy sounds like a wackadoo. I've narrowed it down to a couple suspects, but one really has piqued my interest. I'm still figuring out why exactly he's doing this. There has been some debris that looks like a Bible verse. Could he be mailing bombs for Jesus? All right, let's build a profile. Of what? Of the bomber, Shepard. Knowing what you know from the cases, see if your suspect would fit it. The feds do that. You think Harriet here can make one up herself? Ignore him. You got till I saw this Rubik's Cube to come up with one. And you know I'm good at these. Okay. He's smart. Anyone who can build a bomb has to be somewhat smart. What makes this guy smarter than your average bear? The composition of the bombs. They're chemical-based, not C4 or a charged explosive. Sending the packages through the mail, he'd know that dogs would alert to something like that. He knew when he wanted them to go off, so he timed the delivery of his material to do that. He's got to have a chemistry background. An educated man, like Kaczynski. Did someone mention my favorite domestic terrorist? I'm looking for Detective Ramos. That'd be me. I was told you were lead detective on this mail bomber case. That's right, me and my partner, Detective Shepard. I'm Special Agent Ken Francis. Ah, yes, I've heard a lot about you, Agent Francis. I'm really looking forward to working with you. I am uh, hoping a pro like you can teach me a new trick or two. Special Agent Francis, it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm sure it is, Detective Sherpa. It's Shepard. Now, what do you have so far, Detective Ramos? Actually, Shepard and I were just going over the findings from the latest bombing. Fantastic. Miss Shepard, can you get us a couple coffees? Excuse me? Two creams and a sugar. Detective Ramos, how do you take your coffee? Um, black, but I don't... So, what do you have so far? How do I get demoted to coffee wench as soon as the FBI appears? I could spit in their mugs. Don't let it get to you, Shepard. I'm just surprised at how fast Ramos' lips jumped off his face and right onto the Fed's ass. Ah, <laughs> uh, you've got the goods, Harriet. There's no doubt about that. You've been showing everyone up since you walked in. But it's gonna be a fight to get into that boys' club. I've been fighting since I joined the Academy, and I don't care about the boys' club. I'm just a cop. And TJ has never treated me like anything else since I became detective. Until J. Edgar Hoover's bastard child walks in. If there's one thing I've seen in my years here, it's that a solid mind is key. To not let emotions get the better of you. You're going to see a lot of awful shit in this job. You'll see the worst parts of humanity. Ramos is your partner. And your partner has your back. Always. You're good people. Did you gather that knowledge following Jesus around Galilee? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to miss that wit of yours. Here's your coffee, Ancient Francis. Right. And yours, Judas. Your notes are solid, Detective Ramos. Ramos? Just play along. When this case was brought to our attention, we had Quantico start building a profile for a suspect. We're looking at a white male, late 20s to mid 30s, a radicalized individual. He's probably got some sort of manifesto he'll be looking at distributing. That's what I thought. 
He's been targeting news stations. He did send his manifesto first, but they weren't read aloud as demanded. A week later, the bombs were delivered. Well, do we have a copy of the manifesto? Unfortunately, they were destroyed at every news station that received one. No one took the manifesto seriously until the second bomb, and we haven't had a chance to completely sort through the debris of the third bomb yet. Yes, I can see that from the puzzle on your desk. But you weren't able to figure anything out. We've identified some pages that look like they're from a Bible. Is that so? That helps with the profile and narrows down the suspect list. Holland Rhodes, 32, white male. James Fitzgerald, 29, white male. Agent Francis, I think we need to focus on another suspect, James McKinley. He was a junior professor of chemistry at the U of A on sabbatical after an incident involving a protest. Listen, Miss Shepard. Based on the information Detective Ramos has passed along and our own work at Quantico, we are going with the suspect on our list. I was only brought to this hellaciously hot town to arrest one of these men. I don't have the time to follow your rookie hunches. Understand? Yes. Good. Now, we'll split into two teams. Detective Ramos, you take Rhodes. I'll take Fitzgerald. Sure, Detectives Maxwell and Oliveira can go with you. I'll take the rookie. Fine by me. Let's go. <sighs> Let's go. Hey, Harry. Let's go apprehend our suspect. You can drive. Our suspect? Okay, your suspect, McKinley. What about the feds? They want the next Timothy McVeigh. That's not who we have here. Your instincts are solid, Harry. McKinley is who you and I are going after. You could have said something earlier. And risk the feds getting all the glory? Come on, Shepard. It's your call. Where to? Main post office. Cherry Bell. Are you sure you passed the defensive driving course at the academy? Your driving is something to be desired. I was avoiding potholes, and we had to get here by 4 p.m. What's on your mind, Shepard? What are we doing at the post office? Something Special Agent Dushnozzle said. The bomber is looking to distribute his manifesto, and the bombs have all come in the mail. He's probably been distributing from the post office itself to avoid any- Avoid postage fees? No, postmarks. And none of the witnesses we've interviewed have mentioned seeing any suspicious persons before the bombs went off. And it would be easy to move around doing something so mundane without people noticing you. Like a postal worker. Damn, Shepard, fantastic. Just call me Columbo. You're a tad more attractive than Peter Falk. If I had known we were gonna stake out, I would have made you stop at Circle K. Oh, didn't get enough coffee at the station? Want me to go get you a cup? Ah, don't bust my balls about that, Shepard. It's the feds. The fact that they're here, got wind of this case, it could put us on their radar. On their radar? You've never talked about being an FBI agent before? You want to be a detective in Tucson forever? You don't? When you got a few more years on the job here, Harry, then you ask yourself that question. Hmm. Look, there. Postal truck's coming in. McKinley's probably on one of them. Wait, you think he's already delivered another bomb? I don't know. 
Maybe he waits out the night here and places the bomb at just the right time so it'll go out in the morning without being noticed. I bet he's keeping copies of his manifesto in there. I bet you're right. Let's go see if we can find him. Evening. I'm Detective Ramos. How do your truck drivers enter and leave the building? Uh, through the back. On the east end. Thanks. We're looking for someone out of the ordinary. Does anyone come to mind? Uh, I don't know. I'm new here. Can we take a look? Uh, sure. Great. Let's go. There's the sorting room. It's uh, kind of loud in there. Here we go. Huh? I'm going this way. Which way? What way? To the left. I see someone. How can you see through all this noise? Sir, TPD, can I ask you a few questions? Don't do it. Don't do it. He's running. McKinley, stop. I'll head to the front. Cop. Detective Shepard at your service. Stay right there. You have to let me go. I have to spread the word. Yeah, yeah. You'll have plenty of time to write letters in prison. No. You don't understand. He has chosen me. And I'm arresting you. For their vine is of the vine of Sodom and of the fields of Gomorrah. Knock it off! (laughs) What's so funny? For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing, and they have no more reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. You won't be killing anyone, McKinley. No, detective. You don't understand. As it is written, I say to you, let my son go, that he may serve me. But you have refused to let him go. Behold, I will kill your son, your firstborn. Shut it. Good one, Harry. This detective thing doesn't work out. You could play tight end. Uh, I think my ribs are saying differently right now. Will, will you walk him out and read him his rights? This creep just threatened me and my son. Shake it off, kid. Your first threat always lands a bit different. But these guys never follow through. <laughs> sure we don't. I'm going to clear the rest of the building. 10-4. Come on, on your feet. James McKinley. You're under arrest. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in court of law. You have the right to talk to an attorney. If you cannot afford one, one will be appointed to you. Do you understand these rights? Detective, if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. 
for he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. Come on. Whew, nice work, Harriet. You have your first creepy Syria bomber. And hopefully it's your last. Sheesh, this place is a maze. Finally, the front door. Nice job, Detective Ramos. Thanks, it was a team effort. We found copies of his manifesto in the truck he was driving, along with some chemicals. We'll send in a team for that. We'll also search his residence for any other bomb materials. Thanks for the heads up, Detective Ramos. Heads up? That's right, your superior here convinced me that we should look into following up on McKinley. He also called us to say that he had apprehended him. Did he? Outstanding work, really. Detective Ramos, I don't always admit when I'm wrong, but you were right. McKinley was our guy. Like I said, team effort. Modesty is a good quality. I'd like to talk with you more about the qualities that we look for at the FBI. Miss Shepard, you can hand that over. We've got it from here. Yeah, you really do, don't you? <laughs> Hey, Detective Alicia. Hey, Sarge. Can we talk? You're still on my shit list for messing up that prostitution sting. Again, I'm sorry about that. It won't happen again. What's going on? It's about these bombings. I was just about to call you about those cases. Really? But if I know Shepard like I do, she won't be able to keep her hands off this case either. She is persistent like that, sir. That's where I get it from. So, I'm reluctantly putting you in charge of the case. Oh, wow. Thank you, sir. Mostly, you figured out how to keep Shepard in line. Yes, sir. I'll get to work right away. Hold up, Jasmine. I was able to pull up that old case file that McKinley fellow Shepard talked about. I'll read it over. What's interesting is Harriet's report is slightly different than what was used in court. How so? Just that her old partner. Well, you'll see when you read it. Thank you, sir. I won't let you down. Don't make promises you can't keep. Okay, now look at the light and follow. Good. Now let me look at your throat. Say ah. Ah. Great. Let me get you to sit up here. Take a deep breath. And exhale. And deep breath. Good. Okay, everything seems fine, but we're still waiting on the lab results, so you'll be here for a while. Great. Perfect way to spend my Friday night. Oh, come on. It's not so bad. I heard the apple pie is excellent today. Can I eat? Let me check. Oh, no. Sorry. Great. I'll just try and get some rest, and I'll be back in a couple hours to check on you. Thank you, nurse. Hey, how are you holding up? <laughs> You're in that ridiculous spacesuit, too? I feel like E.T. when he's dying in that tent, not when he's looking all sassy in that wig. That's where I know your haircut from. <laughs> the suit was not my idea. It was the FBI's. 
They don't want to take any chances in case you were exposed to some chemical. The goddamn FBI. No wonder they've taken so many urine samples. <sighs> Did you get Alex home okay? Yeah, he said he's going to be staying at his friend's place for a few days. Thanks. I really appreciate that. You didn't tell him anything, did you? Just that you got into your usual bullshit. He didn't seem surprised. Hardy har har. Is that supposed to be a laugh? Oh my god, if I have to explain Lippy the Lion to you. Well, seeing that no one has ever said the words Lippy the Lion in my lifetime, you might have to. Can you pull some strings to get me out of here? As soon as your results come back. You need some rest, Harriet. They had to dig you out of the rubble. I'm fine. What about Wendell? He didn't make it. That blast also killed five other people, including a seven-year-old girl. Ugh, God damn it. Did they tell you what they were testing for? <laughs> no, but uh, let me guess. Yep. Chlorine trifluoride. But McKinley's in jail. No, no, it must be a copycat or a sadistic follower. Harriet, whoever it is, He's got a short fuse, and it's just been lit. Elephant Scout presents Tucson Heat. Created by Christopher Scott. Written by Debbie Federico, Francisco Landine, and Christopher Scott. Music provided by Freddie Walker Jr. at One Focus Productions. Starring Betsy Bruce, Chazelle Rodriguez, and Eric Estrada. With Greg DiBenedetti, Robert Anthony Peters, Carlos Charlie Hall, Bradford Trojan, Daniel Altamirano, Michael Stone, Tyler Bader, and Sally Shamrell. Special thanks to Greg Goodman from The Cube Colony and Matt Rios from ZeroCraft. For more information, visit elephantscout.com slash podcast or follow us on social media at Elephant Scout. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And please, tell a friend. 